This is the Transcend Human Podcast, a show where we discuss how to navigate the highs and lows of the human condition. Each week, we address a new topic, and we see that there are two choices we can make. We can lower the bar, go with the flow, and react to what the world throws at us, or we can be proactive, deciding in advance how we want to live, and in essence, rise above the human condition. We hope the discussion today is just what you need for the week ahead. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, We are not going to do a major intro here because this is part two of Ruthless Parenting Assessment. So my assumption is that most of you came straight from episode nine, Ruthless Parenting Assessment part one. Um, So there's no need for me to spend a lot of time talking here um, other than to let you know this is part two and this is our family sitting around a dining room table having a conversation about parenting. So without further ado, back to the conversation. Okay, let's move along. All your kids will run over to each other's houses. So the next week we talked about making memories. And so the simple question about this is, you talked about family time, right, Tyler? Mm -hmm. Like it's frustrating sometimes, but at the same time you see it as a positive thing. Mm -hmm. So... Make, in order to make memories, like you have to kind of schedule that, right? Quality time, family time, vacations, long weekends, all those kinds of things. So looking back at your life and looking back at those things that we did as a family, like, do you feel like that was a good thing? Do you feel like it was like we did it too often? How would you, how do you look at that? I'll start with that one. Um, I think... For my experience, I think it was perfect. Like from just, I think it was the best like environment a kid could be in. Like just even the environment that we lived in. It's like, I mean, Irvine obviously is like one of the most safest neighborhoods in the world probably, but it's like just, it wasn't even safe. It was just, we knew everyone there. And it's like, we knew our neighbors. Like we just like hung out with like random people sometimes. And it's like, we were part of the church there too. I'm talking more about like Indiana, Indiana and like more of like the past, I guess. But um, I just think, and it's like, we were literally like, we were born with like friends basically. Like we didn't have to make them. Like I was born with Carter. I was born with Abby. Rachel kind of got screwed up for that. I will lie. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that out there, but she kind of, she went with it and she had me, which I think she used me sometimes as her friend. But, um, yeah, I just think we were very lucky with our situation. You guys did a really good job with, like, putting us in that and just having that, like, Saturday. Like, I just can't ever get that out of my head. Just those mm-hmm. Saturday nights, like, after church, it's, like, that was just, like, probably the funnest time ever. So I think you guys, like, I wanted to do that. Like, I didn't even, like, want to do anything else, which that could just be because I was five years old. <laughs> so but <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like if even at this age, I'd, like, want to go hang out with friends and family and you know go to church with all of them and do easter services and all that kind of stuff so yeah i think something really interesting is like you guys built us you gave us the capacity to like spend lots of time together in a healthy way like 
Like, there are many families we've talked about, like, you know, even in our own lives who cannot stand spending that much alone time with each other. And every time I tell people that we took, instead of flying here, like, sensible people when we moved, we spent a week in the car together taking a trip across the country, like a road trip, you know, in a minivan with five people, like, in luggage and stuff, like... Lots of people are like, there's no way I'd be able to survive that. And, you know, sometimes it sounds like they're joking, but it's like, no, they actually mean that like them and their families could not get along for that much time. And it's like, you guys definitely built the capacity in us to spend time with each other without getting overly frustrated. And also with spending so much time together, we got used to like learning when to set boundaries and learning when to leave each other alone when we were frustrated and stuff like that. So it's definitely at the point where we, are able to do those things with each other without being becoming overly frustrated or tired of one another. And, you know, cause we just get along well enough, I think. True. I say going off that too, like learning how to communicate with one another. Like it's not awkward to ask questions and to like talk about more personal touchy topics. Like it's something <laughs> they try to push for and make us do maybe more than we want. But I think it's also helpful because it means like there's no there's nothing off limits. Like you can talk mm-hmm. about whatever whatever nothing's too, it's like a safe space. Yeah. yeah. Like a safe space. And so you don't As feel we awkward. Talked about before, safe space. Sure. <laughs> you don't feel awkward like in long, like yeah, long road trips like that. Like what are we gonna talk about? Like I don't know what to how to talk to my family. So I think that makes yeah, that easier. But I would say we had a good amount of family time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, our vacations were always really nice. Yeah. Doing it at least like once a year and little random things throughout the school yeah. year. And not so. necessarily like super fancy vacations yeah. all the time, but just like things that we all knew we'd enjoy and just yeah. time having fun with one another and doing like things that we would, you know, have fun doing and spending time together. Exploring a little bit. Yeah. Right. I think it's even partly of like, even just the little small things. Like I have told so many people like a story of how like every first day of school we went to Martin's like the day before like all of us went to Martin's and we got muffins and always got bananas for some reason and (laughs) milk and like it was it was just a balanced (laughs) time we got a a stock of broccoli (laughs) they're like birthday movies was I the only one who did that or was that just with dad I had birthday movies Whatever you are going to the movies for your birthday, like so, just little just things. Yeah, like the that. small like, things. Don't even just, know how those were started, but they're just traditions. I guess. Yeah. Cool. All right. The next uh, week, we talked a lot about preparing kids for lunch. So, I mean, we talk about everything from like teaching you things like the golden rule, how to be a lifelong learner, always doing your best. You know, the spiritual side of things, going to church, um, teaching how to respect other people, um, being willing to help the underdog, right? Help people who don't have as much as we have. Um, And then basic skills for living. So cooking, the importance of money, (laughs) taking care of yourself, doing laundry, all those kinds of things. So taking all of that and looking at that as preparing you to launch, how did we do it preparing you to launch? I'm so interested uh, in this question. I was waiting for this question. <laughs> you know that. That's why I uh, um, So two have kind of launched. Yeah. The other is still... Still in mid-launch. In, he, He's yeah, in the he, barrel of the gun. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I wasn't going to use the gun aspect. I was going to use like, the right shuttle. There, the like, you know, like the, all the, the... Smoke and... Smoke and all the yeah. fire is at the bottom. It just hasn't completely gone off yet. But yeah, Allie. Allie was our first one to launch. Sure. So... Yeah. 
I would say good for me personally. I'm a very most successful. I'm a very independent person, and so I don't need a lot of help in those things. I just I would I like to figure things out by myself. Um, but <laughs> I can't remember seeing. But have you have you ran into any situations where you're like? Oh my goodness, why, why the heck did they Okay, tell I wish me you this? maybe would have taught me to like cook a little more because I like yeah, don't know how to cook myself. I mean I can like read directions, but I still feel like I also I random struggle. things like starting to work at the thrift store and I realized I don't know how to lock a door properly. <laughs> like just things like that. Why a key a key that goes into the door, like it goes both ways. How do you know which way to turn it? Like things like that. Just random things, you know? But I was always the kid that would call randomly and be like how do I open this can and you're like that is right. very true so I I'm a bad example but yeah keep going so <laughs> yeah I would say that I mean yeah I wish I knew how to cook a little a little better mm-hmm. but I mean I guess I can learn that by practicing so um, YouTube, TikTok. yeah exactly. got all the platforms all the social medias so I'm also bad at cooking for myself I just don't enjoy cooking that much. I like getting my meals made from <laughs> I'm so lazy. Nice. Like, So, Allie, I wanted you to kind of tell your side of the story from your perspective on this. But first semester senior year. Oh, God. <laughs> what was that like for you? Senior year was just rough in terms of <laughs> my relationship with both of the parents. I'm specifically mom. mom. <laughs> That's okay. Let's call it what it is. A little overbearing, think I thinking I couldn't do anything on my own and that I was gonna fail miserably when I got to college and not be able to do anything. So she was like, You don't know how to do this, you don't know how to do that, you can barely clean a plate by yourself. <laughs> it's true, she's still leaving them in the dish in the sink. Dirty. And so. she was just very worried about me going to college, apparently. <laughs> and I did fine. Get so pig, once again. <laughs> First time. Yeah. So I think you were a little stressed about me leaving. But I did fine, Mom. Don't worry. You're right. You did. You did. It took me having somebody who had walked through it before me to say, like, if you haven't taught it to her yet, too late. It's oh, too late. Sorry. It's done. Right. So you've taught her everything she needs to know. She's going to be great and be fine. Just have fun with her, enjoy, and back off, and it'll all figure itself out. And did I? Was second semester better? You were better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get ready. There's something special about that first <laughs> semester <laughs> senior year. Especially with the baby. Oh, my yeah. gosh. With the what? The baby. The baby. Oh. Imagine. I was like, we had a baby? Did, did like, you feel the same way? Uh, first semester senior year. Not as much, but definitely it was very much a, like, I've only been home for two hours, and I'm already being berated about my life like you know things like that I was like oh my gosh but and like you know I remember you yes. calling and texting me like I did was she like this with you <laughs> and I was like yes it was so all bad. of a sudden a switch flips and it's like okay figure your life out and if you don't have it figured it out then you're a problem and I'm like whoa like conversations about money and spending money well because Ali was always a good saver and I'm also a good saver I just liked to spend my money more. We've now come to figure out that also Allie also <laughs> likes to do that. She just hadn't realized it yet. But, you know, things that was more. I think mine was more about being on top of my college stuff and then money since I it was the first time I'd had a job and stuff like that. But def, probably not as bad as Allie's, definitely. 
But there's some switch in your brain that must flip when we become seniors. So it's like, oh my gosh, panic mode. Because yes, it's very much, I didn't get to experience the second half of that year, but. Yeah, that's true, COVID. Yeah, but definitely like by the time, like after winter break, like, you know, it was definitely more chill. But do you think now, looking back, that when you look at what first semester senior year entails just in general, like if you're going to go to college, what that semester feels like. It's just so stressful for everyone. Right. Trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. If you're doing college applications, there's Fill so them all out. Get them turned in on it. time. They all have different mm-hmm. deadlines. Plus homework for school and maybe a job right. and maybe extracurricular activities. Right. It's just a lot to juggle at once. Yeah. Right. Right. So do you like, can you now look back and be like, oh, like some of that made sense or is it still like, no, it was still overbearing. It was still way too much. Like it made you, sense. Cause I was panicking too. So it was just a collective panic, which sometimes led to like miscommunication and frustration, but which probably though wasn't helpful. If you were panicking, yes. I shouldn't have been panicking. Right. 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 But it's okay though. Cause I can understand. I was also panicking. So panicking. I understand that it's, you know, I panic, you panic, we all panic. I thought it was overbearing. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't panicking, so I didn't need that. But also, she's like, you're a more independent person. I knew that I needed the help. So when she was sometimes being a lot, I'd be like, okay, but I probably need it. Like, yes, it's annoying, but also she's right. I don't know what I'm doing, so it's, like, accurate. But for you, you're like, leave me alone. I got this. Stop ta- telling you what to do. It's just a different... So you kind of feel like it's got to be based off of the kid a little bit. Like what they're, because I can also be independent, but especially with that kind of stuff, I'm just so bad at keeping track of details. And if I've never done something before, it's very stressful because I just don't know how to keep track of everything. And so that's, yeah. (laughs) It's just, you know what? I literally remember. Oh I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of give Allie out on this. But I can literally remember sitting somewhere, you, like, right before college, I don't know, at some point, and Allie looked at me and going, oh, is she going to ever survive? Like, is she going to figure it I out? I did, and I'm at school. It was like an email from your college about yeah. something like, like housing or something. And you just didn't read it. Like, you didn't think it was like, frustrated with her with things that I felt already confident about like money I was like leave me alone about this I got it don't worry about it but but then the other stuff with school I was like yeah make a list for me (laughs) please please (laughs) tell me please rail me about what I'm doing wrong because I know there are so many things I just can't remember all of them so like I understood the frustration that came with that so as we prepare Tyler, since we're not there yet, what do we need? What do we need to do different with Ty? What What can we still well, do? Ask Tyler, or what, yeah, Ty, yeah. What, do, what do you feel like we haven't taught you yet yeah. that you need to know before? I think this is partly my fault, but I think it's just I need to be more independent. Like I feel like throughout my whole life, I'm so scared to like do something wrong that I always need to ask, like, in preparation to do something. Me as well. Just making food. Like, I can remember trying to, like, bake, and I literally have instructions, but I (laughs) second-guess myself. So then I'm like, is this, is it one cup? I know it says one cup, but is it one, is it one cup or one and a half? Like, it's just stupid stuff, but it's like, I just feel so, like, 
right how Rachel called me out on it. I just don't want people to like think bad of me and I want them to have a good image but um I think I mean that's a personal thing too it's like something I need to work on and it's mm -hmm. like that's why I'm trying to get out of the house more because I'm not always here I'm mm -hmm. not just I don't know I think I just need to learn to be some of it's just maturing too I mean now you're out you're out in the, the football community you're mm -hmm. you're working two working. jobs so you're with different people at work yeah. and you have to kind of figure out who you are and be your own person mm -hmm. like is that helping to make you more confident I don't know about confident <laughs> I think I'm getting better at just like I think just with the job I work at Coldstone like you have to have so much like you can't be negative like you always have to have like a positive have attitude a happy face <laughs> yeah and it's like that's hard sometimes especially after a full day of football and I have to go straight to like I'm not in the best mood but it's like I need to learn to like fake it till you make it you know? <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. that sucks to say but it's the truth put on a smile um, and walk out the door yeah, yeah sure. um but I think like I mean I've been there's been a couple of conversations which it's like I don't know when it should start, but it's like, I just feel like it's a little early to talk about it. Just like college in general mm -hmm. and what I want to do with my life. And I, I, it's just, I have so much time, yeah. which it's like, I know it's winding down. Trust me. I see it. I'm already upper class and it's crazy, <laughs> but it's like, I'm also, I'm not even into my junior year yet. So it's like, I still have a whole year and more to think about it really. Um, do you think so. it stresses you out though too? To even think about, think about it? It stresses me out for sure. I don't really think about it a lot unless she brings it up. Mm -hmm. um, but your monthly reminder that I think life is like, coming for you. Know? Like, whatever I choice I choose, I just I know I need to be confident mm -hmm. in it. And it's like I just I as I was saying before, I can't like think about what you guys are gonna think about it. Mm -hmm. I need to do whatever I want to do because it's you know, in the end, it's my life, mm -hmm. and it's. If I choose our decision, then it you know it is it's what it is. Not the end of the world. Yeah, you can more choose again. Life to live, you know. That's right. There's lots of people who don't go and then yeah. go later in life. And yeah. but, but are there? I changed my I changed my direction in college twice. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't I didn't I guess I didn't know. I thought I knew when I was in mm. high school. Like oh yeah, I'm gonna be an architect. And then I got there, did a year and a half, and I was like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> Actually, do no. something different. <laughs> I was just going to say, is there anything in particular, like Allie said, I wish you would have taught me how to cook. And that's so funny that you said that because literally the other day I was like driving around thinking to myself, like, I really sucked at that. Because <laughs> you cook so well and you cook us so many meals. But the funny know, thing is, is my mom did not do that well with me either. Oh, so she's and like, I just surprising that you're a good cook. I just learned. <laughs> I just like, I didn't even really cook until probably you and I got married. And then it was like, oh, I guess I got to cook for somebody else. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, but, so that's funny that you said that, Ali, because that's literally one of the things mm -hmm. that's been rolling around in my head. But so mm -hmm. like, is there something specific like that for you that you're like, hey, in these next two years, I want to learn, before I leave, I want you to make sure that you do this. You prepare me in this very specific way. Technology. What do you mean by that? I have, when I go to set up a phone, I have no clue. Okay. Like, which okay. that could literally just be me watching dad the next time I get a new phone. Okay. But it's like, I just, I, I've been thinking about the reason, like, I, what do I do? Like, how do I <laughs> set, like, how do I get my pictures from this to this? Yeah. And it's like, how do I get my contacts, like. So many people don't know how to do that. And they're like, oh, who is this? Because my contacts got deleted. And it's like, I never have that problem. So it's like. <laughs> so true. But it's also Except like. Your phone the last There's time. so many. It's like, I just don't know how to work things. And that can be like, even just like, I don't know how to set up like. 
<laughs> Ikea things. Like things you can right, make. Things, it's like, right? it's yeah. difficult. I get stressed out over them. I get sweaty and hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. No, that was like, like me with my MacBook. I got a MacBook <laughs> for the first time. I was like, what yeah, I'm like, is I don't know this what I would technology? Do. I don't know how to connect devices yeah. or anything. A Chromebook so. to a MacBook. Big leap. Yeah. And I'm That's still good. confused. I've there we go, for babe. A year. We know. You guys both got something. We know now. <laughs> All technology, all building, done. We got three kids that need to learn how to do it. Which is hard to ask for, though, because also it's like you like you said, technology is rapidly. It's like you it's guys changing. are trying to figure it out, too. You're a little bit more of a techie and, you know, than anybody in our family. But it's still like I'm sure for you at times it's like, what is this? What am I supposed to be doing right now? So YouTube you know. does change fast, for sure. But I think it's one of those things for us as parents. I mean, I can only talk for myself, but I think I could probably talk for you in this, too. It's easier for us to just do it ourselves. It's just like because it gets it done quicker. Right. And- yep, we know how to do it. It's mm-hmm. easier for me to cook. It's easier mm-hmm. for me to just do it. But that's not the right thing because mm-hmm. then we're not teaching you guys. Like I told Dad the other day, like when you came in the other day and you were like, "So I drove the car and had the air on, and there was like water leaking out of the bottom <laughs> of it. Is that okay?" And I was like, "How did we never tell our children that that's normal?" I, that's what I'm gonna say. Also, like more about car cars. Stuff, like I don't yeah. know how to change a tire. Also, like, oh, if I need on. to get. Like, why oil change? Like, just how to, yeah. Like, where to go to do do it and how to, yeah. See? It's consistent. Also, as, like, once college is over, like, how do you, adult. I didn't even (laughs) you adult. Allie, you're getting close, girl. You're getting close. (laughs) Buy cars, buy houses, you lose taxes. You have to, like, finagle, like, negotiate with people. How do you set up your water bill and your electric bill? Yeah. That's going to be, that's a class that I wish they gave us in high school. That's what I thought econ was. (laughs) And then they're like, the history of banking. (laughs) I don't need to learn about this. Teach me about taxes and how to live and survive in the economy. So that's less, honestly, I think that shouldn't be on the parents. That should be at basic school. If that's the federal law, they should be teaching us that at school. That's another right. But, but, you know, parenting, because that's not something that happens in school. It's something we need to do. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. We have a list now. There we go. Yeah. We know where to start. All right. I think I'm going to skip question number eight. Um, That was basically. (laughs) (laughs) One down. What was it? Um, it says one of one of the things that mom and I have always said is that we will know we were successful parents if you want to be around each other when you leave home. So I mm-hmm. think Tyler kind of spent some time talking about that already, sure. about yeah. the fact that you guys get along well and enjoy being around each other and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. So there's really two questions left. The first is um, basically looking back at our parenting, what are some things you would change? Hmm. I've been waiting for this big one. This is a juicy one. These are are the long questions at the end. So another way to say that is when I'm a parent, I'm sure as heck not going to do that. Yeah. So what are some of those things? Go ahead, Tyler. Tyler's Tyler's got a litany, a list in his head. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Which first? I don't know. I was kind of, I have this theory in my head. And this okay. is with curfews. I think you guys have done a phenomenal job with curfews. I think they're all fair. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think, I've came up with a perfect idea. Okay. I think mm-hmm. the curfew should be based off of their grade. So when, But only oh, in high school. Right. So when you're a freshman, it's nine. Sophomore, ten. ten. So okay. forth, so forth. Because it's like, that's kind of did that. Like, but it's my junior, and my right. curfew right now is 11. 11. I don't know if that's going to change during school or whatever. But it's like, I think that's just like, it's a perfect time, I think, mm-hmm. for that amount of grade. Okay. Which, I mean, you guys have done... I've, 
as I said, you did. Because the older you get, the more you need to figure yeah. out your own boundaries uh-huh. with time For and sure. management. Um, so I think you guys have done a perfect job of that, but just wanted to add that little snippet in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was the big one in my head was wow. the whole thing. Um, obviously, already kind of touched up on this, but the whole screen time thing. <laughs> already did a tangent on that, but... Um, yeah, so for your kids, you would allow them to basically have just not have screen time. I think it wouldn't be a, like a requirement. It would be a thing maybe when they were younger and first getting a phone. I think it's difficult for kids to like learn how to even like just control mm-hmm. that. But I think throughout having one and just like living, like even just having friends that have phones, like you just kind of learn off of that. And I think once you get into like even like middle school, I think it'd be fine just to let it all go. But it's like you still like. Keep going. Agree to disagree, but keep going. Keep going. Um, I think there are certain things that's like, I mean, Rachel put on this, but it's like she spent time FaceTiming her boyfriend at night. And it's like, I did that. It was not my boyfriend. And that's why it was so unnecessary. (laughs) But um, (laughs) like those things, I mean, yeah, it'd be be nice. But I don't know. As I said before, I think it's just live and learn for the kids in general. But um. I've also learned when I was a kid, when we used to go to the grocery store, I always asked them, why can't I get these foods? And then I used to say, when I get kids, I'm going to let them choose Whatever one thing to buy want. every single time we go to the store, which now I completely think is terrible. <laughs> it's a complete waste of money. <laughs> Just in general, you guys did a good job with that. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I need time to think. So when you guys can start going off a little more anything else well i already talked about the screen time thing i would probably cap it at like sophomore year once your sophomore year is over it can go away or can you severely like Mm -hmm. you know like let go by a lot but i definitely would probably keep it on till freshman sophomore year just depend you know depending on the kid depending on how into social media and technology they are because also we grew up we didn't grow up with it we kind of did like it was growing up at the same time as us it not like we grew up and it was already there so Like, we had iPods, and like, but we had those little iPod touches, which is the music, and those are really not iPod touches, those were just iPod, I don't know, shuffles, iPod iPod shuffles. shuffles. So, those were the first thing that we had, and those were like, oh, look at music, this is so cool. They cuts from a computer, and then I was like, oh, iPod touch, what is this? And you guys were like, here's what Instagram is, and we were like, what is Instagram, and all those embarrassing pictures that followed, and then. You know, like, you know, not TikTok, kick and like Snapchat and then TikTok, you know, so it's like it grew up with us. And now there's like iPads and Apple watches and all of these other weird things that, you know, whatever. But but definitely for the next generation, if it exists, growing up with the technology already there is going to be a whole different like you walk around and kids instead of parents like parenting their kids and being like, oh, go play outside. They just let them sit on an iPad. And they're like, what? How old is that kid? Three? It's like instead of making them play out in the sun, you're going to let them play on an iPad for no Like there's, you know. So for me, I would let them do that for like learning purposes. Like let's play with numbers and letters and things like that. But personally, as a parent, I would probably be as as restrictive as you guys were. It's like we're not going to spend hours and hours and hours watching TV. We're going to go outside and we're going to, you know, be a healthy, balanced human. So I, I like, you know, because I feel like there's a part of technology that's just very unhealthy so I, mm-hmm. I understand that and I feel like I would probably keep it on a little bit longer than Tyler but Tyler also is in that spot right now where he's frustrated about the fact that he has restrictions mm-hmm. so maybe once he gets older and who knows but you know that's where 
But I can't really think of anything. You can't think of anything where it's like, I will not do that. No. I mean, I feel like you guys had conversations with us about things, like... Because I definitely wouldn't be the parent to, like, provide my kids with alcohol. I don't need to do that. But also, I don't know. I wouldn't be like, you're going to die if you, you guys did do this. But, you know, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'd have more conversations about it or, like, just... Because you guys have been fairly open about what you guys did as kids and stuff like that. But, like, maybe even more transparency about it. And just, you know, even, like, pros and cons. Because, obviously, we know a lot of the cons. We don't know as many pros, but... You don't want to overflow on the pros, or else it's like mm, promotion. You gotta right? do it. Yeah, <laughs> so, sounds great. So I understand, but like maybe like more full transparency about like what you did as a kid and the mistakes that you mm, made, just that clear to understand. Also, like me recently starting therapy, like questions like being asked by my therapist about you guys, and I'm like, I genuinely have no idea. Like, just and that's those are things that I could ask, but sometimes I just don't think to and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I guess that's the only thing. That I could maybe... So you would say as a parent, like, you want to be more transparent with mm-hmm. your kids. And uh, just about... About everything. Yeah. Just to... mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Allie? Try to oh, yes. I thought of something. And this is, like, a really big one. Don't get upset. It's just... Okay. It's, it's I think it's those... going to be helpful for if there's any, like, new parents watching this or Listen. listening to it. Okay. Um, I mean, this kind of comes with full transparency. Not really with you guys, but I think it is a lot of, with really big decisions in life, I think it's important to, like, think about how it's going to impact your children, Mm. you know? And Mm. it's like, I don't don't know what was going through your head at the time. Like, it was a hard time, I'm sure, for you guys, especially with your whole parent situation. I'm sure that added a bunch of stress and tension with it. But, um, like, I just feel like there wasn't even, like, enough talk about it like I feel like it was just like that about one time what, at right, Dairy yeah, clarify. Queen. yeah clarify what, um, what are you talking about here talking when we moved um I just think like I can only really remember that one time at Dairy Queen on our way home from the lake mm. which really funny place to have that conversation Literally, so funny um but that's like the only thing I can remember us talking about it and I just feel like that was like the first time you've ever told us and then like we never even had a conversation about it again mm. it was like this is kind of what we're doing which it's like it's it's, it's a hard place because it's like for you guys, it's like you got a new job and it would pay more and you guys wanted something different and you felt God was telling you to go that way. So it's like, what do you do in that situation? I'm sure it's really difficult. But it's And like, they had one kid who was all for it. He was yeah. gung-ho about it. But so. it's like from one situation, it's like that can really impact a children, like mm-hmm. a child's life. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I would just be very like open to like what they think is best for them, which I don't think... It's hard for them to know what's best for them, but it's like they also should have an opinion and that kind of big of a, that, like that big of a thing. Like, I think, like, I would just leave it more up to like all of us instead of just like yourself, you know. Hmm. Not, I'm not, I feel No, no, really no, dude, that's, that, no, but, that's not, no. Um, I think they understand. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, so that's good feedback. Because yeah. totally it's hard feedback. when you're that young, too, because I remember being super against it and being mm. super upset. But now looking back, it's the best thing they could have ever done. Like, I don't know where I would have been if I had stayed. I would I mean, never have made it to the college. we were all in different situations. Right. So that's yeah. the hard part. It's like Allie was super excited. They couldn't have known this, but it was way better for me. But it's like for you, that's not necessarily the case or you don't think that that's necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. Like who knows? Mm-hmm. But that's the point. It's like we were so young. How do you even know? 
I had no idea if I was going to be doing theater or something else. Allie had no idea if she was going to be doing soccer or something mm-hmm. else. And how does that benefit you depending on where you're at? Mm-hmm. And just because I ended up going into theater, that was very beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. And Allie ended up going into environmental law, which is very beneficial for her to be in a, you know, a more liberal and just in general, like a by the coast and more environmental friendly state and stuff like that. You know, it just depends on how your kids grow and evolve. And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes it's not. It's like, how are you to know that? But I agree with you. It's hard to... It would have been better to have more conversation mm-hmm. about yeah. it. Yeah. Just like, how are you guys feeling? Like, check-ins about mm-hmm. it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. good Especially with, like, dad living here for six months out of the... Like, that... And they, he came back a lot. Like, way more than he could have. But, you know, just like... I don't know. Like, more check-ins, I guess, about, like, how we were feeling mm-hmm. and about... You know, things like that. But, like, it was, like, I they did take, you know, some of our things into, like, we want to let them finish out their school year and stuff like that instead of moving them midway through the year. So there definitely was some... Thought about some, it. Right, some thought about us and, you know, the change that it would make. But, yeah, I agree, I agree with that. That's good. Awesome. <laughs> it's your turn now. Um, let's see. I would say for me... This might just be, like, a COVID thing, but, like, being home. As a college student, I feel like I should have more... Like, I feel like you're, like, where are you going? Like... like, (laughs) They're just curious! I know, but I find it's a little, like, hovering. Like, I was on my own for this long period of time, like, didn't have this hovering, and I was back, and I don't appreciate it. (laughs) I don't don't care. I was on my own, too, in a city, and I come back, and I'm like, oh, whatever. If they want to know where I'm going, then... (laughs) cares but you know some of it's it's personality but i hope someday that you have an adult child that comes home and Mm -hmm. stays with you for five years (laughs) five years and i hope i hope they never want to tell you where they're going (laughs) (laughs) okay i because like i can understand it because i'm i'm a very curious person i'd be asking like oh this guy where are you going also little tidbit you are driving their car wearing you know like you are still using okay so like what if you yes. want to do this super dangerous thing and you didn't tell them about it and it that's ended up, my decision but it, it ended up in you wrecking their car that they would have to pay to fix i would help pay for it okay but if you didn't have the money okay well i wouldn't i'm more responsible than that <laughs> okay, okay I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying like it's things like that too i'm sure but i i, I, just, I can find it annoying rachel okay i'm tr- validating my i'm feelings. validating it i'm no, validating, you were so validating it I agree, Ali. I'm totally uh, validating your feelings. I just, I'm also trying to play devil's advocate. Interesting. Sorry. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I just, I just don't care as much if they ask where I'm going. I have nothing to hide, Ali. I'm a free spirit. I don't care. Be honest. I would say also maybe having more conversations about like, I guess with me and my own kids about like religion. Because mm-hmm. I just like, I feel like like. I want my kids to grow up in the church, but I also want them to have that be that their decision. Mm-hmm. And like not to be something like, oh, like if you like if you don't want to go, that's okay. Like mm-hmm. it's your decision to make. But also having just more conversations about like the church and what it preaches. Mm-hmm. So a lot of religious trauma that can come mm-hmm. for the church. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that everyone has experienced. Yeah. yeah. I agree. That's so you feel like we should have like something that we didn't do great at was having conversations and opening things up to that and discussing and talking about that stuff. Mm -hmm. Just to add to that, I think like I from her, like what she was saying is I think for in my like point of view, it was more of just like it was very like the church and church only. It was like all these others like from what I learned from like 
a past, I feel like I was always just like, this one is the exact one that's right. Mm -hmm. And like all these other ones, they believe these things, but they're all wrong. Mm -hmm. Which it's like, obviously we don't know that. We can believe, but it's like, I think, um, yeah, I just think that. Um, so maybe explaining more. Just like explaining everything. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> but I was, I like, I'm not gonna, I'm like, to be honest, you guys did a really good job just like having conversations, right. even just about the church. Like not many families are open about religion in general. It just didn't guys, start till we were a little bit older. Yeah, it's, right. it started when we started getting curious. Mm-hmm. I feel like when we started asking questions is when it kind of started. But. Well, I think a lot of Christian parents feel like like you take your kids to church and they go down and they hear things in the rooms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think you just, you get lazy and it's like, oh, well, we're taking them to church. So they're being raised Christian. Yeah. Like I don't need to have as many conversations. And mm-hmm. so it's just a laziness thing. Yeah. But then as you get older, I mean, I've, I think I felt this the most with Allie, like, especially even just going away to college and coming home, it's like all of a sudden there's all these different conversations mm-hmm. about, well, why this and why that? And, and so some of it is just, yeah, I mean, it's as you get to that little bit older age where you're more curious and more interested, you know, then I think those conversations happen more easily because when you're younger, it's more like I'm preaching at you or mm-hmm. I have to, like, I'm the, the one starting the conversation and I'm telling you stuff versus, you know, at a certain age, it feels more like a two-way conversation, yeah. I think. I also think it's really hard, like, because I've thought about that so many times, like, about like how, you know, raising, I also kind of like pretty much want to raise my, raise my kids Christian, but like thinking about the same thing, it's like, I want them to have lots of a choice and I want them to be able to experience lots of different things and lots of different religions, but that would mean a lot on my part. And it's like, if I don't believe in those other things, then it would be really hard for me to expose them to those things without me having to take a really big part in it. And, you know, it's like, it's a very difficult thing until someone gets older to like let them experiment with and let them choose because it's like they you know and then it comes out of like maybe this kid really likes going to church and maybe they don't but maybe it's just for reasons like I would rather stay home and play my xbox and it's like you know so it's like things like that not targeting you but you know that's just what came to my head but you know it's like things like that it's like how do you discern if it's them genuine genuinely not liking their experience and not wanting to go because of like valid reasons versus like oh I'm just lazy and I don't feel like going today or oh it's hard to make friends I don't really have a lot of friends there so I don't really want to go you know it's just it's it's a very difficult thing to work through with like young kids so it's very much like it takes a lot of time and and I haven't even thought it through I don't even know how to how I would go about that but I agree it's like it's it was definitely more of it that's just like where we grew up and with dad working at Granger like it was just it's where we lived and that was fine with me all growing up. But it's like, then you get to a point where it's like, what if this isn't, I don't enjoy this anymore. You know, it's like, what if I don't like the people that I'm with or what if I don't like this atmosphere that I'm in right now? It's like, then it's like, it's really hard. Cause I feel like I've come to a point with you guys where it's like, at some point I made it very clear that I wanted to stop going to the church that we were going to. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want a part of that anymore. And eventually you guys let it go. And it was very good. But it's like, if that's something that I had asked in middle school, I never would have because I just I probably would not have been confident that it would have been a discussion right mm-hmm. so it's like you know timing and age and mm-hmm. it's just it's a very difficult like thing to work through I guess I don't know but I agree with what you're saying cool all right the last question is just kind of the opposite of that so what are some some of the things that you are thankful 
for things that you think we did well as parents and things that you would be like, yeah, when I'm a parent, I would probably do the same thing. I would just say being like very open with my kids. I want there to be open dialogue. Like nothing is off limit. Nothing is off the table. Like a very, like you can come to me with anything and like I'll be there to be able to talk with you through it and get you through whatever you're going through. I really like that aspect of what we have as a family, I guess. So I think it's needed for all families to have that kind of open relationship. Um, for me, it would probably be respect. It's something that I talk about a lot with like friends and stuff like that. It's just, it, it's very clear when parents don't respect their children, the way that their children try to respect them. It's like, it's just, it's a very unhealthy relationship. So something that I really appreciate about this family, it's like the reason that we like you guys so much and we enjoy spending time with you guys is because you guys are respectful of us and you see us as our own independent people separate from you guys, which is helpful. So no matter how young we were, we always felt respected by you guys. Like we felt like you respected our, our wishes and our feelings. And like, you understood that they were valid and like, you made us very aware that they were valid and you respected everything that we said to you. Like, it's just very easy. I think for parents sometimes to look down on their kids and be like, you're just too young. You just don't understand. You just don't get it. And I'm sure there were many moments that you guys felt that with us. So many. I like I feel that working with kids all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys are way too young to understand this. Like, but also it's, you know, it's very evident when parents don't respect their kids in the way that their kids respect them. And it's just, it's that's the the hardest thing to watch in like parent-children relationships. So that's something that I really value in that in that way. And the way that you guys respect each other as well, like you both show lots of respect for one another. That's the way that you've taught all three of us to respect each other and to hear each other out and things like that. So we can have open dialogue like Allie was saying. So that's definitely my thing is like respect goes both ways and you can't expect respect from your kid if you don't respect them back. Just like teachers and stuff like that. It's very much, it's earned. Just because you birthed them doesn't mean that they, you deserve their respect. You have to earn it. So And that's something that you guys did very well. So that's definitely something that I'm going to try and do with my kids. Can I say something really quick? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> nice. I did that to you, so that's fair. Along with the respect thing, I would say also like like seeing dad, like how you respect mom too. And just like mm-hmm. feminism and equality. Feminism. <laughs> so, yes. Like, yeah, just it not being like a, a super male-dominated home. Right. I really appreciate because as a woman, so yeah, you respect the fact that she sometimes steps up in ways that you don't, and you're okay with that, and you enjoy that sometimes. Like, like, yeah, go for it, plan it, plan the entire week. (laughs) I don't need to do that. Like, and and stereotypically, that would be like a a male, you know, father's job or whatever. You know, making the monies or whatever. I don't know. So it's like, yeah, I agree. It's very much a, you let mom succeed in things that she succeeds in well, and she lets you succeed in things that you do well. And it's, you know, you guys let that be free of stereotypes or what should be and what shouldn't be in traditional type stuff. Yeah. And the balance stuff. too. Cause I feel like that's something I get nervous about. It's like how it's like, I want to, I have all these big aspirations and goals for my like professional life. It's like at some point, like, like your, your significant other will have those too. And so how like I take a step back sometimes so you could pursue your Mm -hmm. dreams and, but that also being like reciprocal. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what you, I think you guys do that well. So. Thanks. It's been a, that's a journey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of conversations about that one. 
So okay, Ty Ty, end us off. <laughs> yep. Um, this is to add on to Ali's a little bit, but I think you guys did a super duper good job with teaching me, like myself, just to respect women in general. Like I think we've had many conversations about this, but I think I'm like not even to gloat or anything, but like I honestly think <laughs> I'm not like to one gloat, of the, but also <laughs> I think really almost anyone with like older sisters in general, even younger sisters, they just learn to respect their like women in general. And I think you guys made that very important from like the day I was born to like treat them with respect and not talk down to them and not like you guys are equal. And that's what, you know, should be, if anything. Cause you, um, there are lots of sibling relationships that like where guys grow up with other girls and yeah. they do not understand how to respect women mm-hmm. at all. Cause it's not taught by the parents. It's not yeah. held as a rule in the house that you have to respect one another. Yeah. And that, yeah. And you guys, I mean, you still let me rough house with Ali and Rachel sometimes. Not <laughs> but I it's say like, no. <laughs> you guys did a very good job with like, don't hurt women and you listen to women. And it's like, you don't like, there's something you guys always said, which I forgot. Um, which they have to tell you. Or if they have to tell you to stop. Or tell you no, you've already gone, gone too far. far. And if they tell you no, then don't keep going. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Um, so I think that was really good. And um, just we kind of touched up on it a while ago. But I would say making this house and just our family in general be very welcoming. And, like, I can't tell you the amount of times I've heard my friends say you guys are, like, such cool parents. Mm -hmm. And that's also, it comes with you guys being a part of our lives. Because it's, like, I could not, I don't even know Chance's parents, really. (laughs) I don't know a lot of my friends' parents. Mm -hmm. But, like, that only happens because you guys involve yourself in our lives, which is really cool. And, like, you were my soccer coach and hockey coach at points. And, like, you went to all my games. And you you were at school events. You were, you know, volunteers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, yeah, you just want to know people. And, like, there's lots of people in my life that, like, this is a safe place for them. And mm-hmm. it's, like, that's really, like, cool just to even think about. It's, like, it's not even just a safe place for us. It's for other people. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, I'm, that's hard to do sometimes. Because you're balancing, like, your life, like, your own personal life, your work life. Like, it's all of these things. But, um, yeah. And just our family dynamic in general, I would say, is really healthy. So you guys did a really good job with that. Sorry, I want to keep going. There's so much stuff, <laughs> but I think even just like it, kind of, it's just amazing to think about how much you guys like. You guys just keep your promises to each other, and it's like I think about it all the time. I'm like, how many parents get divorced and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it's like you guys put that in your marriage. Like that was a promise you guys made to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, even throughout hard times, I'm sure you guys have had. And it's, like, you guys both have really bad family history. Like, it's not been the greatest for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the fact that you can go from having that kind of past to, like, produce a future that's, like, healthy and stable and, like, just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really cool, you know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That's definitely something, like, you know, as the, as relationships can always happen where it's, like, oh, something a big mistake is made that you cannot go back on. And at that point you have to call it quits, but it's like, you guys definitely like Tyler said, from where you guys, from what you guys grew up with, like grew up experiencing, no matter how like real or not real that was. And what you like grew up with, like you definitely provided, like changed the game. Yeah. For like the future, like of all of us, you know, for like our future families and their future families. Like it's definitely like, I don't know. I don't know how else to put that. I think it just puts it, it's an example for all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an example to, like, love indefinitely and, you know, just make life as easy as possible. So, 
Snaps. Man, you guys are my favorite humans on the planet. <laughs> Mom's tried like three different. <laughs> <laughs> if this was YouTube, this is why we did a podcast. So you didn't have to. Yeah. Nobody had to see me. No. Yeah. But we can hear it. <laughs> uh-huh. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being part of this. This is probably the longest episode in the series. <laughs> but are you gonna cut was... it enough? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. We did it, guys. Dad doesn't have to cut us off. Like, I still have to do an intro and an outro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a week's worth of podcast, right? Now. <laughs> Split it up into chunks, All part good. one, part two. Yeah, very true. All right. Thanks, we love guys. you guys. You're the best. Love you lots. Thanks for love letting you. us come yeah. on. Yeah. I will be back yeah. soon. So there you have it the Ruthless Parenting Assessment, uh, part one and part two. I can't tell you how much fun that was for Tammy and I to do that and to be able to just sit around for two straight hours with our kids and and just reminisce on some level, right? To to look back at all of the years we've spent together, to you know, hear their hearts for the things that worked and the things that didn't work, you know, some of the things we knew and some of the things were brand new. Um, but it was a lot of fun getting to do that, and I'm glad you were able to be there with us. So Hopefully there were parts of it that helped you. Hopefully there were, you know, elements that you could look at and be like, yeah, I can totally see that in our family. Uh, And so hopefully it was helpful for you on that level. And that was, you know, that was really our hope in doing this was just to to open up our home, be transparent and and hope that on some level somebody listening would would gain something from our experience. So that's it. Fun fact for next week, we are actually launching one more episode (laughs) related to the parenting series. Um, Episode 11 is going to be a bonus episode, and it's going to be called What Fell Through the Cracks. So as Tammy and I went back and listened to some of the early episodes that we did, you know, we, we couldn't help but say, oh my goodness, I can't believe we did not talk about that. Or I can't believe we said it that way. You know, we really should have been more inclusive or we should have been more open to, you know, a variety of different situations rather than just staying so focused on, um, you know, on it from our viewpoint or the viewpoint of our family. So, so after talking through some of that, we came up with some things that we wanted to either clarify or or kind of touch on again and go a bit deeper on. So if that sounds interesting to you, be back next week. But as for now, signing off. So have a great week, everyone. And as always, keep transcending human. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the Transcend Human podcast. For more information, you can go to transcendhuman.com, where you'll find additional content as well as ways to contact us and links to our social media channels. Thanks again for subscribing to the show, and we'll see you again real soon.